Hey fam, thank you for taking time off screen. Welcome to yet another exciting episode of Books, Bars and Chill with yours truly, Ivana. Hey, it's always fantastic to be back, always super exciting. Really, I look forward to these times. It makes me feel so refreshed. I have all that I need to say ready. I always look forward to having you guys once again. Thank you so much for taking time to be here and really appreciating every single one of you who takes time to actually listen to any podcast that you love, including being part of the off-screen firm. And I just want to appreciate once again any podcaster out there who's a host or a listener or in whatever capacity that you choose to appreciate the podcasters thank you so much we just marked international podcast day and it was a really nice day i got to listen to a lot of things and find out a lot more about podcasts really i didn't even know that a day like that exists yeah but it's fantastic of course the next time we have it i know it's going to be bigger and better and you guys are still gonna be there so thank you so much for taking time to listen and to be here in other news i'm super excited to be back i have a lot to share with you and of course i have a lot of apologies to make as well so when we started out it was supposed to be a bi-weekly podcast and that's what it is still it hasn't changed a bit so for anyone who's been following it up and has a lot of disappointment somewhere in their hearts i'm really sorry i'm tendering my apologies right here and i really want to say that it's not intentional so lately i've been having a lot of problems uploading my podcast onto the main hosting app so I don't usually record on the app because it doesn't have all the editing features that I need. So I import the whole audio. And so I've started, um, I just found out, found out that it's rather difficult to upload a longer audio. One of, say, more than 15 minutes really, really took my time. If you also notice, the other one, the previous episode to this one actually um, is a week later, which wasn't intended. I had the whole audio ready before 30th September, but I had to get the disappointment of my life. So unintentionally or it just happened involuntarily it trickled down to my off-screen farm and i'm really sorry about that and it's taken me a whole week yes you can gasp (laughs) the surprise out your mouth because it took me a whole week to actually upload that episode i've been doing it following it up every single day i get up and it's been really time consuming i can wait up to 30 minutes and it's not even certain that's going to upload it can keep on restarting it's a whole process and i really hope that you try to understand so i think i just try and reschedule how i do my audios i'm not so sure where the problem is i think it's with the app it really takes time when it comes to importing longer audios but either way we are still here and i'm doing a fine i hope on the other end you're also doing fantastic you can always feel free to interact with me on the social media platforms like i always tell you 
And it's been really, really nice going through the first book on the podcast. I've been super excited and I have a ton of things to share with you. And I know you're going to love it. And I really hope that you also have things that you want to share with me. If you haven't, feel free. Like I say often, feel free to share it with me. What's new in this girl's life? Wow, let's find out. By the way, I went back to working out, which makes me feel really accomplished, really compliments my week. So I'm super excited about that. It's a one week old now and I've been consistent. I'm so proud of myself. And there's this thing about detoxifying that I know I'm almost certain most people are always in a rush to detoxify post the Christmas period which essentially I've come to find out found find out it's not supposed to be like that so essentially you're supposed to be doing it every other time so maybe it's about time you get rid of all those detoxicants you have on your shelf that you got from a nearby store because they might not just be working because you missed out on the primary most important thing so i went back to taking water in the morning which i usually do before my workout and i do it as i continue um with my routine so i really hope you have a routine by the way like i said before i think um for someone who wants to establish a reading routine and really grow themselves you need to be consistent in that as well so i do mine in the morning which is 30 minutes off before i do my workout and get into my day so taking water in the morning has never been harder first if you are not used to the taste for me the taste that flat taste but there's so many benefits that come with it because 70 percent of our body is water and we need that more than anything else more than we even need the food right you can survive on water longer than without food so the whole thing is that it's also a detoxicant right so that is essentially something we're supposed to be doing every other time you can add in some lemon or ginger which are natural detoxicants as well and have them make sure that you're also keeping up with your vegetables and fruits as well and you might just um, want to get rid of all that whole shelf of detoxicants you have and try out these simple tricks exercising and sweating off a little bit is also a great way to start detoxifying so really what's new in your life i really would want to find out genuinely speaking and of course you can always let me know and let's just find out how we worked out this content by an amazing writer and really getting to find out exactly what she has in store for us I really, really, really was excited to go into this content because for one, it's never been so relevant, but then again, so controversial. I remember in the description box to that episode when I introduced the book to the podcast, I wrote um, one statement that I wrote is that I needed some convincing. And really, even after reading that book twice, I still need a little bit more of convincing. So the author is Mathuri Banerjee. She is of Indian origin um, and this book is nine years old. 
right? She's an author, a columnist, a screenwriter, and she's also a, a writer of other notable works. So one other book that she wrote that's actually a sequel to this one is Mistakes Like Love and Sex. So if you really want to go and find out exactly what happened to our protagonist right here, then maybe we need to, you know, you can link up with that book. I don't exactly have the copy, but if you find time and you're able to get the copy, well, good for you, right? But I think this book, the first book already gave us something worth talking about right and um i look forward also to having the sequel but maybe not this time right other notable works forbidden desires my clingy girlfriend scandalous housewives advantage love yummy mommy guide which of course is a guide to motherhood and how to handle post baby things ptsd and really how to keep fit as a lady post pattern right and this whole conversation is something that i really need a lot of convincing on because for the longest time um i've never had someone to share their perspective with me on this one so i really have a lot to say about it and i'll try and keep it as short so this our protagonist right here is a 30 year old virgin and she says that she didn't want to get into her 30th birthday without being divaginized or so she called it but one thing that i really wanted to understand and one thing that really was screaming relevance to me in this book is that it's a whole era of the casual sex and hookup culture kind of book and we are right here in the middle of it and I might want to describe it as a crisis because for one we have to accept that that is the kind of society we are living in right now and I really went ahead and found out a lot more about this whole conversation and I'll be sharing it with you in a bit but let's just get get down to the content and general idea that i had about the book before i can give my own perspective so generally speaking the backstory to this book is actually that she wrote this book to promote freedom and liberty in women's sexuality especially those of indian origin because at the time the whole idea and definition of sexuality of Indian, Indian women had been constricted in a box. And so what she wanted to promote is for women to get out there and be their own definers, if I may say that, of their own sexuality. And that is what I'm here for, absolutely 1000%. But one thing that I really want to put clear is that while that is a good message, the downside to this book that on my personal moral level was com I was completely against is the promotion of casual sex and hookup culture, which in my view is not the kind of society I look forward to living in. So when this girl 
um is told uh, really we we found out from the book as well that she never had this kind of sex education with her parents but all of a sudden at 30 they want her to get married have kids get a man because she's already 30 years old and maybe of marriageable age but she was always so confused because she says she has never been the one to attach herself to people and she's never um, taken time to date and be in a relationship or anything like that what she wanted at that time was to be divergenized and so her great belief is that she would be divergenized by her one great love whom of course she would be married to that is not a bad thing to think about um to think of or to really open and be open to that is not wrong in in fact i may be of that view as well but when she misses out misses out on that and she goes on to you know when she finds out that her supposed one great love who divergenized her is not going to be with her forever or wouldn't be in the space she anticipated she becomes devastated devastated frustrated and later on we found out that she changes her mindset about women about men relationships and sex and later on we find out that she hooks up with a lot of people and now we are interacting with a completely different woman from the one who um, was there at the beginning of the book. I love the transformation. I love the liberty and freedom that she gave the protagonist to explore her sexuality in her own terms. So it's not at all wrong to think about it. I'm not at all casting stones on women who choose to be virgins on their wedding night or not. But that is not my main argument here what i would say is that we need to get to a place where sexuality especially for women is not being constricted in a box or given a certain straight definition that they must fit in my version and definition of freedom and liberty in sexuality is that you define your own way of exploring your own sexuality as a woman being conservative about the whole wedding night and virgin thing or putting or putting it against um, the casual sex and hookup culture that we are in right now is not at all the definition of sexuality and liberty and freedom in sexuality uh, rather it's the one thing that you know people are doing right now so don't define your sexuality based on what is there right now base it on your authentic self that is my definition so for anyone who's in the casual sex or hookup culture because that is the norm then they're not exploring their sexuality fully because they're really just trying to get up and be with the trends okay that is my view and if you are on the conservative end of virgin and wedding night things then if you stick to that simply because that's what your mom told you and authentically speaking or okay not your what your mom told you of course we should we should appreciate what our parents tell us right rather that's what a society expects from you then maybe you're not being true to who you are because granted we are in a society where there there are a lot of conversations around sexuality we are talking about 
gay gay marriage we are talking about casual sex hookup culture we are talking about homosexuality being legalized in countries and people are having those conversations worldwide and i still appreciate that people choose to express themselves differently when it comes to their sexuality that is what i'm here for again i repeat so casual sex and hookup culture on a personal level is not something i advocate for and it's not something that on a moral level i would go with even in the middle of the night even on my deathbed i still would give a resounding no very firmly to casual sex and hookup culture so i really just went ahead and found out a lot of things i'm um, not really a lot but a few things that i thought were important about this conversation on casual sex so i listened to a few ted x talks which i thought i would share with you and if you're interested i would leave the links down below because i really needed a lot of convincing on this one which of course i didn't fi find so i still stick to my decision about casual sex and hookup culture let's just start by saying that um this book really almost convinced me of the things about soul ties so when she actually goes ahead and has her first sexual encounter with this married man arjun we find out that she becomes frustrated when the relationship turns south. She almost becomes depressed. She loses track of her job and everything that she's always wanted to do, you know, she trails behind. And it took her a long time to change her perspective and come out and say that, you know, this is not who I want to be anymore. And giving that mindset that men can be used to, um, which of course means she's getting into the casual sex and hookup culture kind of mindset. So if you're talking about casual sex, for me, I would give a no to it because I value deep connection and, um, you know, love and intimacy. Definitely casual sex would not be for me as I got to find out find out through a certain TEDx talk that I was listening to. So this lady is a, is a psychologist and she's been researching about casual sex for a while now. And she says that whether casual sex is good or bad depends on how you are and how, who you are and how you do it, right? So casual sex depends on a lot of things. And most importantly, the one thing that stood out for me is that it has to be authentic. You have to be authentic about who you are and how you choose to express yourself sexually. We also find out, you know, through Aditi and how she really just wants to have all this fun with men but eventually we see that she chooses to settle down get married have a family you know she was being authentic to herself that is what i loved about that character she was being authentic to who she is she goes ahead and she finds a man whom she can settle down with and have a family even after all those encounters that she's had and the mindset she had about using men and always being the one night stand kind of woman so authenticity is very important your beliefs your desires your principles when it comes to gambling in this space of casual sex and for me i think the reward 
isn't worth the risk because casual sex has been proven and researched to have physical and mental health risks so whatever it is whether it's just for fun for pleasure or for excitement and thrill it isn't worth the risks and gamble that you put you know to have that one-time kind of experience because eventually you do not get that deep connection and that is why we are talking about people getting to depression and frustration feeling left behind and alone because ultimately you find that you were giving yourself out too much more than you were receiving and maybe you never get to meet that person again you know and there's something really interesting that i found out that sexual desires and romantic love are not independent that means they go hand in hand so that means whenever you have sex there are hormones that are released and involuntarily you get attached and connected to that person whether or not you wanted it it happens more often than not so essentially sex like i believe because i am a christian and the good book says that sex is supposed to happen within the confines of marriage and sex is very important in marriage because it strengthens bonds and it creates attachment and that is the whole essence um among other things like procreation and companionship and really just feeling very attached and close to your spouse so if we are talking about having casual sex then that means if you're the kind of person to easily get attached again it boils down to authenticity and who you are then maybe casual sex isn't for you right maybe it isn't for you because you might become frustrated and depressed because you thought the other person is supposed to feel the same way so that that has to go with authenticity and once again going with the fact that we need to be true to who we are when it comes to expressing our sexuality and the whole thing about the hookup culture is that it's arguably the new model of dating you know based on free choice self-fulfillment and basically any basic anything goes kind of approach you know so arguably so the digital era has enabled the hookup culture among many other things we are being exposed to online dating we are being exposed to pornography kids as young as 13 15 17 are already on birth control pills have already had their first sexual encounters some of them are teen moms and having to deal with unwanted pregnancies among many other STIs and when we talk about it in that manner it means that we are in a crisis of of um culture that is of a rotten culture because the results that happen when we have so many of the young people engaging in that then it's going to be generation after generation after generation and it can only get worse so one thing that i value is intimacy and being very very close to someone and that is part of the reason why i say no to casual sex and hookup culture and i was also listening to another tedx talk about the same issue and she says that we are in an era where 
online dating you simply just judge someone by the way they look you look at their profile and you decide mm, they're good for me or they're bad for me without essentially getting to meet the person and understanding who they are and valuing what they have to offer before you can make your final decision so generally speaking this book was such an eye-opener into this conversation that is evaded by society yet very very important and i will repeat again like i said expressing sexuality expressing yourself especially as a woman is authenticity it all goes down to your authentic self either as a conservative type or the modern freelancing type don't be caught up in that idea of being conservative yet it's not exactly who you are okay don't live up to society expe expectations just for the sake be true to who you are find out who you are and that is my own definition of freedom and liberty when it comes to expressing ourselves sexually one other thing i would say is that there's a statement i was I came across just as I was really just going through this content and it was by one TEDx talk lady. She says the cruelest thing you can ever do to another human being is to ignore them. Conversely, the greatest kindness you can ever do to another human being is to be present, to show up in your relationship regardless of the emotions you're feeling. And that is what I'm here for. 1000% absolutely I believe in intimacy I believe in deeper connections because sex may be physical but it's more than just that and I want to say thank you to this author for bringing up the whole issue of liberty and freedom in expressing our sexuality as women and society at large but we need to be true to who we are and really to the moral standards that we need to hold ourselves and be accountable for. So that is what I really garnered from this book and that was something that I need more convincing on and because we're in a completely different era, there, there are always going to be different opinions but it goes down to who you are what you stand for and what you're here for right and that is what i'm here for and i'm really really thankful that you're here to listen to me and hear me share about it so what are your views after reading mathuri banerjee's losing my virginity and other dumb ideas so maybe towards the end of the book there was hope for our protagonist here to meet her one true love and the person she really wanted to have in her life maybe you will try and pick up the sequel mistakes like love and sex and find out if you really uh, wanted to find out what went on with the author there's one statement that caught my eye at on the preface of the book and it's a it's a song i will survive i'm not so sure who wrote that uh, I'm, i've kind of forgotten i know the song but I, ha I always forget the name of the artist and she quotes that statement and it says as long as you know how to love i will survive and that is how it is intimacy deeper connections love love is 
Whitney Houston sang the greatest love of all always starts with us. And loving ourselves means being true to who we are. Be authentic. And then you can share that with other people as well. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for taking time off screen. Like I always tell you, you definitely will love it. You can look forward to another piece and I'll try, you know, I'm not so sure what will happen, but I'll try and be very, very um, punctual on this one because I know we are already a whole two weeks late. But 